Good morning. Welcome to Real Talk Episode 4. This is Oliver from IndieRockBakery.com. Uh, this is Jeremy from ItIsNotForYou.com. And we're coming to you, as always, live from Los Angeles. And this evening we've actually got some, uh, some new shit for you. We've got a special segment coming up later on the show. That's true. You should stick around. It's pretty good. All right, let's start off. Jeremy, when was the last time you went to Temporary Spaces? Um, probably the night that I met my neighbors, uh, you know. When we were partying till five in the morning and they came out and yelled at you. Yes, that is, that is what I mean. Temporary Spaces uh, is a bar fountain in Normandy, and, uh, you know, I was there a couple weeks ago, and they have some new shit. They have this whole, like, back patio area, and uh, it's pretty good, because, you know, it used to be one of those places where, like, the back area was just, like, a little box, like, concrete box in an alley, and it seems like... You know, somebody accidentally knocked over a wall, and they discovered, like, a whole living room type area back So, like, there. you're saying there's, like, couches and shit out there? There are a couple couches. There are wall sconces. It's so like there's, nice... like, electricity out there. Yeah, it's powered. It's a room. Is, there, is it an enclosed? Like, it's a... It's an enclosed how... area. It's, like, a little, like, a garage type thing. Have you been thing. to footsies and fucking... I haven't uh... been to footsies. Okay, I'm, Give like... Give me check it out. This is blown... So, you're, basically, what you're saying is temporary spaces may have doubled in size. No, nah, it certainly hasn't doubled. I mean, it's more—it's like a little private note. Here's the thing, though. It's got a back bar. A back? This is... Uh, Which is I'm going to tell you something. Temporary spaces just jumped up possibly six, seven notches. Like, yeah. there, I, I have on several occasions told people, like, let's go to temporary spaces. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you why. No back patio. Well, the one they have is an alley. You're, everyone gets jammed back there. Like, no one's out. No one's on front. And then B, okay, like, there's, I mean, well, the back bar, I don't care. But A back bar, then, like, you know, I mean, come on. That that basically opens the bar up into two distinct uh, areas. Uh, yeah. Other spots, the back bars, uh, 107. Bar 107's got one. Bar 107, you know, it gives you a nice little area to go uh, when you're, you've been at the bar doing this, doing that, maybe yeah. on the dance floor. The Redwood sometimes has a back bar open. That's true. Redwood does have a back bar open. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, there was one more place. I was thinking Goldham had a back bar, but I'm imagining uh, their own little alley. Right, they have which their little is, box. They're like definitely like pre-temp spaces status. Yeah. You know, here's a question. What's the deal with temp spaces not being temporary, by the way? I mean, they've been in that same location with the same decor and all this shit. I think the idea, uh, at least of what I've heard, when they originally opened up was like, it was going to be a roving party, hence the name Temporary Spaces. Uh, that, that has not happened. No, I totally, I feel like the person that told me about it mentioned something where they went to Tim Spaces and had a gallery, and they just, I don't know, this may be bullshit, I don't know. but Probably I, is. I feel like someone mentioned the same thing to me. Like, this is a thing that changes. Right now, it's at Temporary Spaces. Hmm. And I remember, I may even have asked someone at some point, when they said we're going to Tim Spaces, like, oh, well, where is it? And they were like, you right. know, Fountain and Normandy. And I was like, still? You know, like, okay. Right, yeah. And then here temporary. it is, like, years later, you can yelp that shit. Like, it's, it's that's yeah. where they are. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at them. I mean, they're pulling down ducats, so, like, why would they move on? They yeah, went to all this trouble to rehab the space. But, I mean, it's just kind of it's kind of silly, because the name is Temporary Spaces, not Temporary Whatever. It's true. So, Oliver, when's the last time uh, that you went to Little Joy? I have to, I have to wonder because there have been some changes. I think the last time I was there was uh, two weeks ago, and it was with you. <laughs> that is true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We and had... we were with uh, Empire of the Sun. The Empire. We were with Empire of the Sun. Uh, we were also with Rubes. And Rubes, yeah. Uh, Kelly. You can do the whole shout out, the whole crew? I think so. And Dwan. And Dwan, that's right, that's right. Uh, we were over there, and uh, we walk into the place, and uh, I was bitching as we were walking into the spot because no graffiti on the walls. Oh, right, we were giving blah, the blah, speech blah. about... We were giving the speech, it got shut down, they opened it back up, da, 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 the whole deal, 
and uh, walk into the place. And you know what? They're letting the kids bring the markers in again. Like they're they're, they're working on it. They the walls are being re graffitied, and that's they good. are. It's come. It's slow, but it's coming together. I mean, it's like. You know, it's it's kind of like watching like a little tiny ass tree bloom. You're like, that's great and all, but I want a fucking tree. Like that's my issue. Like yeah. I, I see where it's going, but it's like I need to fast forward to like little joy of like 2011. Right, because... it's starting to, starting to look like the old little joy a little bit. Yeah, but like we basically, like, I basically walked into little joy when it was like already guttered to the max. Right, and now I have to like participate in the reguttering, and I'm just I just don't have the time. Yeah. I hate to sound like an asshole, but that's the <laughs> issue. Like I've been there, I've done that. Now I'm back to the beginning. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of a bummer. Plus, they don't have the back mirrors anymore. They don't have the back that. mirrors. I they don't that. have like like uh, 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 the wood paneling. I think is gone. Uh, they moved one of the pool tables out. I believe there was only ever one pool table in there. There were two pool tables in there. There were not two. Damn there were two pool tables in there. You might be right. I was. I'm definitely right. Yeah, I think it was. 100 two pool tables. Otherwise, it'd be a huge. Yeah. yeah, two pool tables. Point being. Uh, not only who uh, plays pool, that's not necessary. I mean, like, no one just Whatever. don't play it on a Saturday night. Like, they have like tournaments and all that shit where okay. you can like hang out there and like walk and like. They don't have nights. fucking tournaments. They have fucking. This is what right, I fucking told about. They have fucking tournaments. I spent a lot of time with Little Joy. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, I haven't. I, I'm not saying you have. I'm not I saying mean, you have. You kind of were saying that. I'm saying yeah, but like you were there when you were like 17. You know, it was a whole to do. I'm 50 now. It's true. So um, so yeah, I mean that's that's what's going on fucking Little Joy. I mean like I feel like there's uh. You know. Um, okay, so here, here's the thing. Let's put it. Let's put out a call, real talk listeners. Go to Little Joy, graffiti up the walls. You know, gutter that place out because we want. That's we true. Want our that old is true. Joy. That is true. Like, yeah. Next time you make, you know what? If you're going out and scrubbing on the east side, bring some shit with you. You know, like if, like a sharpie, uh, whatever. If you're baller, go to Turntable Lab or like online or someplace and get some like crank pens. Like really go nuts. Like with some like graffiti shit. It can be your name. A drawing of an erect penis, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, a website. Uh, like, I, think whatever. Get, I think they get the idea. Uh, you know, I just, yeah, it just, let's, let's make it quick. We all yeah. know what it's supposed to look like. Come on, it's kind of feel like it's, you know, like uh, we all got to sign a project and everyone's kind of sitting around. Like, let's, if we jump on it, we can be done. We can, like, you know, hang out. We can do this together, but we can't do it without you. That's true. Someone has to be in there. All right. Uh, and then, you know, since we're talking about, you know, bars and shit. Uh, I guess we should say that we fi- we finally made it out to Coles. We did make it out to Coles. We uh, we promised in uh, we promised back in an uh, episode before this one. It was real talk episode one actually. <laughs> okay, episode one. Episode one. We said we would go. We fulfilled our promise eventually. So we did. We did. I mean, let's just get right to the ch- let's just let's just roll the clip. Just roll it. Real talk wrap up. Here, Coles. Just finished the meal. What are our impressions? Well, uh, the presentation is wonderful. You know, I mean, love being here and all. A bit over the top, a bit, bit, bit theatrical. It is, it is, it does lend a certain kind of like, you're waiting for a floor show to begin while you're sitting here. Which kind of like, I don't know. I don't feel like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really, really don't feel like I could slouch here and like relax. Yeah. It's, it's the ambiance. It's nice. A little theatrical. What do you think about uh, the food? I think it's, it's, it's done well, technically. You know, like, it's like a checklist. All the things are there, you know? Yeah. Roll, meat, au jus, but it's just like, it's, you know, you, if I hadn't had Philippe's, like, this is pretty good. I enjoy this yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, on paper it's good. The thing is, what's probably the best French dip sandwich in the world is, what, a mile away? 
Oh yeah, exactly. And it's cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> and it is cheaper. And it is cheaper. I mean, that's the thing about it. I mean, it's it's. I mean, pulling pulling. I, I think their dip would be better if they were a sandwich stand. The fact is like. You know, there's probably just as much attention paid to the bar as there is to the dips. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the drinks are good. The drinks are, the drinks good. are good. But what hamstrings this place is that it's not dedicated to the dips, or it's not dedicated to the bar. It's like you walk in, you're like, right. it's hybrid, you know? Right. Like, right. You can't come in here with, like, to drink with, like, ten people, you know? Because the bar is maybe seats eight, and there's only a few tables in front. So, you know, it's packed-wise. And if you do want to sit down, you're in the dining room. Yeah, true, true. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, in the in the middle. Yeah. So I guess it's good for those, you know, middle type scenarios. You know, if you're with a decent, small to medium sized group. Yeah. You want to get some drinks, kind of relax a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. Maybe somebody's hungry, but not everybody. I know. I mean, you can see yourself ending up here. Definitely. All right, we're out of here. Okay, so yeah, I mean that's Coles. That was Coles. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not. I mean, like I heard someone telling someone else, or heard my like uh, somewhere I was recently saying that like you know like cold isn't bad. It was like kind of all right. And I remember thinking, like, you know what? If Philippe's means nothing to you, like if you just don't know what it is, not to be an asshole, but like if you just don't know what Philippe's is, like you haven't eaten, you just you just don't know. Like Coles is fine. There's nothing wrong with Coles. The problem, like Philippe's fucks Coles up. That's what fucks it up for us is that we're dicks. Right. right. And we like. Well, I mean that's true. Well, Cole, here's the thing. Coles is a bar. They happen to have a decent, mediocre French dip. Okay, that's true. Just don't think of it as a French dip, please. It's a bar where you can get a sandwich. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But you know, if it's before ten, you should go to Philippe to get the sandwich first, then you're close. That's true. Just saying. All right. So uh, yeah, Coles. All right. Funny story. I uh, did a favor for a couple of friends of mine the other day, and they thanked me in a very special way, very interesting way. And I would like to share that with everyone right now. Oh, they need to hear it. We're going to go to a clip. Hello? Hello? Hi, may I speak to Oliver? This is him. Hi, Oliver. We are a singing telegram service in India called Tashtunes.com. Your friends, Eric and Emily, hired me to sing a song for you over the phone to say that you have done a great job. Uh, thank you. Also, they would like to receive a recording of the song and call. Is that okay? May I begin singing? What's that? Here goes the song for you. Uh, okay. Super duper job. Super duper job. Oliver, you are a pro. A great action hero. Super duper job. Super duper job. You gave it all you got and did the super duper job. When you put your mind and heart into it, there's nothing you can't do. Super duper job, super duper job. You're brilliant, magnificent, excellent, resilient. Cause Oliver, you did the super duper job. Once again, your... Yeah? I don't know, that was great, thank you. You're welcome. Once again, your friends, Eric and Emily would like to say that you have done a great job and on behalf of TashTeams.com. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you. Bye. Welcome. Bye. So, yeah. I mean, that, TashTeams. 
Never I, heard of it. Check it out. <laughs> I will say something to you. When you first, uh, we talked about the show earlier today, uh, I already have sent two Tosh tunes uh, out um, to be dropping sometime, a few days after this airs. You know, I want to blow up our spot. Um, so uh, if you're hearing this, um, and you know me, there's an incredibly small chance that you are the recipient of one of these you things. You've got to see in Telegram. Um, you got to see in Telegram on the way to you. So uh, whoever you are, enjoy yourself. Word. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, phone shenanigans. Phone shenanigans. Um, from phone shenanigans of a uh, delightfully cute and, um, I don't know, uh, musical source, mm-hmm. to those of a more nefarious nature, uh, the sinister act known as raging. Uh, yes, for there are those out there who disapprove of the rage. It's true, it's true. They would like to keep the rage demon caged. It's true, they, they, want, they, they, want, to, they, want, to put a, they want to put a damper on things. They want to say, you know what, mm, not tonight, not so much. Hold it back, a little bit, a little much. And uh, our uh, good friend Spencer um, from Empire of the Sun. From Empire of the Sun. The Empire. He, uh, you know, his landlord did not appreciate some of the shenanigans going on in his spot. Um, mm-hmm. Yourself, I think, have been implicated in some of these events. Allegedly. Allegedly, definitely. Uh, you and, as well. Okay, fair enough. You know, I may have been an accomplice. Uh, but the the long and the short of it is, she left him a very uh, aggressive and scathing. Alarming, I think, is Alarming, the most like like indeed. it's for for what is just simple, simple uh, 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 young kid chilling, whatever the fuck that we're doing, for what is essentially kids having a good time, maybe a little jumping around, you know what kids yeah. do. I think you'll find that the tone, the tack, and uh, you know um, the overall strategy for her communication with Spencer mm-hmm. is a little over the top. Was well, a bit much. It's pretty serious. Let's let the audience judge for themselves. DeGrushas, could you cue that up? Assuming this is still the cell phone number of Mr. Spencer's... This is... Your landlord calling. I need you to call me immediately, Mr. I mean immediately. My number is 213... And yes, it is because of the public nuisance that you created twice this week at my property. And I am really, really upset about this. Okay? I need to hear from you right away. End of message. Well, yeah, all right. Uh, that's, that's Spence's landlady. You know, I think now is a good time to announce uh, the Real Talk Hotline, since we're talking about phones and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we've got a new feature. You know, you might be wondering, uh, you know, my landlord just yelled at me. Uh, how do I share that voicemail with the rest of the world? Or maybe you have a new hot track you want us to play. Maybe you have an I know is you. Maybe someone crossed you. Maybe somebody crossed you. You know, we have the technology now. You can call us up, dial the Real Talk hotline at 323-545-6252. You can leave us a message, and uh, we will play the best ones on the air on future episodes of Real Talk. Uh, and by the best ones, uh, you mean every single one that we get, perhaps. Yeah, we will, we will probably play all of them, actually. That's right. We'll just, we'll just play them all. So, uh, you know, I mean, even if you have nothing important to say, just call us up for the novelty. Just for, you know, for just yucks. Just let us, let us know that it works. For yucks. Pretty sure that it works, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Real Talk Hotline, 323-545-6252. Uh, have, you, have you been watching this Lake Show recently? Uh, did, you hear, did you hear what went down? Yeah, bad news. Bynum went down. Bynum. Bynamite. Mm. Uh, A-Train. A-Train. He is, he's later, MCL wise. He did get late, yeah, epically later. Uh, he's going to be out 8 to 12 weeks. 8 to 12, 8 to 12, with recovery time and getting back up to speed, 3 to 4, 
months. Yeah, he might not be back until the playoffs. And, you know, I mean, even if he does come back, I mean, he's probably going to be a little bit rusty. So the, I guess the big question is, you know, can the Lakers do it without him? And by the Lakers, you mean? I mean Kobe. Kobe, of course. You know, I'm pal. I'm pal. Pal, yeah. Pal's, pal's there as well. Pal's like, you know. Love him. On yeah. any other team, Pal would be like, you know, star of the show. Yeah, well, he was. I mean, he was. On, you know, the fucking Grizzlies or whatever. But, uh, I mean, well, here's the thing. Yeah, so Kobe, you know, picked the team up on his shoulders and he carried them to the finals last year. They lost. They did lose. You know, I mean, the whole the whole Bynum thing, it sort of is like a big question mark, but, you know, then again, it's the fucking Lakers. It is, it is the goddamn Lakers. Uh, it is the fucking... It, it is... It, it, people, hold on it. Take a minute. Who was the MVP last year? Oh, that was Kobe. Kobe. What did he do? Bynum got hurt. What did he do? Came across the finish line. Oh, wait, what just happened? Bynum got hurt. Yeah. Holy... All I'm saying is, I'm not saying Kobe's going to be MVP. I'm not going to call it. What Although, I will say I mean, is, yeah. so far, compared to last year, we're trending towards him becoming MVP. If everything else from last year remains the same, everything else the same, he's going to yeah. be MVP. That's what I'm saying right now. Right, except, I mean, the difference, obviously, will be that the Lakers are going to win in and four in the finals. <laughs> that, is, that is true. The, the Lakers are going to win in what we call in tennis straight sets. That means every single game will win, and the uh, losing team has to just uh, go home uh, shamed, yeah. frankly. You know what? Let's call it right now. Fucking Lakers in four, finals 2009, champions, parade down Figueroa, oh, the true. whole deal. It's true. Uh, take, get your rent check right now. Go to bodog.net. <laughs> I want you to bet it all on the Lakers, and I swear to God... Um, <laughs> in some months' time, you will receive a lot of ducats. You, you will I mean, Kobe, them. he did drop 61 on him. Yeah. He did go into the garden just like, oh, make a mess on those motherfuckers. Like, he yeah. did it. His finger's still fucked up, I think. Like, both of them. I know. He's dislocated not... Dislocated one, and then you know? the, the fractured ligament. It's like a concert pianist ligament. hitting all those notes. He's only got a few of his, only a few of his boys. He's still making the magic happen. Plus, I mean, let's not, let's not discount, uh, you know, the Zen master. PJ. That's true. Fucking... Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson? Um... I got a question for you. Fucking, I know he's baller. Clearly, he's more oh, yeah. Phil Jackson. Yeah. But is he old enough to be an old baller? That's a good question. That is a very good question. I mean, I, he's he's an older gentleman, and he is no doubt a baller. But I don't know if he's grizzled enough to be an old an old ball. I think we should back up actually for a second. That's true. When we're talking, I mean, That's we're true. talking about old ballers. We're talking about a very specific kind of baller. So why don't you uh, explain exactly what is an old baller, and maybe like who would be the quintessential example of an old baller? Okay, well, uh, an old baller, quite simply, is a regular baller. This can be someone of any age mm. uh, who you recognize as baller. Like, holy shit, this motherfucker's baller. Like, you, you could recognize that in him. Right. And this is an individual who, as they've aged, when they've reached the, the twilight of their life, these are senior mm. citizen, well into the senior citizen years, they've managed to, 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 to hold on to all that ballerism throughout the years. We're talking just... Just strength, just hold, just refusing to let an ounce of it go. You've seen pictures of your dad at like, you know, 16, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Mm. You've seen like the life story of celebrities who've gone from like, you know, uh, 19 to 71. Like, you can see what happens. There are a select few who hold on to the ballerism. Right. Just a much. They have old man strength. They have old man strength. You know, they're, they're as much a baller today as they were yesterday. Sometimes even more so. Sometimes even more so. And when you become an old baller, quite frankly, you have the old man's strength. It's concentrated. It's concentrated. Yeah. Like, you shake an old baller's hand, he will crush your hand. Yeah, a thousand, he, yeah. The guy could be 80 years old. It's true. Uh, and he'll crush it into a fine piece. It's like you, you, can, uh, you can notice old man strength in any environment or situation where you see some old motherfucker do some shit where it kind of makes you nervous. Like, why... Like... Uh, you're fucking old. What kind yeah. of witchcraft no, that, is going that on here? That guy shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. It's like some some like fucking like you know like Superman style shit. Like 
That is what's known as old man strength, and it is not completely indicative of old baller status, but I'll tell you this. If it's going on, you need to be on your game because yeah, you may symptom. be in the presence. That's a fucking symptom for sure. Of an old baller. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, who's like, who's the go-to? Like, if you had to pick one, who's an old baller? Oh, I mean, right off the top, you got to go with Clint, I feel. I Eastwood. Mean, he, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Clint Eastwood. Uh, you know, he's, I mean, Gran Torino. I don't know if you saw it. You know what? It's, it's got you its fans. damn well I didn't, but I've heard good <laughs> things. I saw the posters. He looks like a fucking baller. He's like, I mean, the, the conceit of the movie is an old motherfucking war veteran mm-hmm. who killed a bunch of people, right. who has people moving next door to him who he doesn't approve of, and through, like, old-fashioned grit determination and, like, gumption, he learns them a lesson. Mm-hmm. That's... The, that's that's the log line for the movie. Imagine what imagine who he is. He's an old man who teaches life lessons through like you know hard nosed like frankness. Mm-hmm. You know he's a fucking old baller. He's an old baller. How he's old, old is Clint? Uh, Clint, I'm gonna say is 78. He's not 78. 72 at least. Bullshit. Well, I mean, which one is? That's a six year swing right there. Six. I mean, yeah, they're both fucking like done. Hold but hold like on, the point is like. I'm gonna pull it up right now. He, he, listen, I once you pass 70, okay, Holy shit. you're fucking later. He's you're born. Done. He's born 1930. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I mean, 1930. May 31, 1977? 79! I mean, he's 70, May, so he's 78 years old. So he's 78 Like I said, let me tell you something. That Ridiculous. motherfucker, he is not going to see the next Olympics, that motherfucker. He's Whoa, done. Whoa, you can't say that. He's later. I mean, not... Oh I mean, I'm God, knocking on wood. I love Clint. I would take a bullet for Clint. Like, we might seriously. Have to, we might have to edit this out. No, no. This I is mean, true. we're not going to, but we, we... I'll say right now that we probably should have. Should, that's okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Whatever. I mean... Uh, other old ballers joining the ranks? Um, you know what? Uh, Terrence Stamp, I feel, is an old baller. Yeah, uh, uh, he's, yeah he's kind of sinister. He's, he is kind of sinister. You know, I feel like yeah, being an old baller, you can, you can go either way. Yeah, there know? are lots of different ways. Uh, some he, for good, some Here's for one evil. we talked about uh, in episode one. Vito Corleone. Oh, yes, the godfather. Don Corleone, the original. He, he I, I believe, is the first time on film where old man's strength it was, was, demonstrated. was demonstrated. I recognize. Talk about act like a man. Right? Oh, act like a man. He grabs that guy and like hoists him Pretty up. Pretty sure he lifts him off the ground by oh, his lapels. It's, it's not, not only can you tell from the physical movement of the guy, but you can tell because of the fear. The reaction. Oh, yeah. he's done. This guy is, he's, he's praying he, that, the, that the Don doesn't, you know, yeah. beat him up. Yeah. He doesn't want it. Sure. He doesn't want to get smacked around. Uh, who else? Who else we got? Old ballers. Uh, I feel like Tom Lee Jones. He, he made it. He's not quite old enough. I don't think he's enough. quite old enough, but he's trending. Oh, he's 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 leaning. He's like he's fucking like, whew, he's up to his neck in old ballerism. He's about to slip any moment now and just fall in it and just yeah. be an old fucking baller for life. Uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine is baller, a baller from the other side of the pond. Oh yes, definitely. I feel I feel like when judging old ballers who are British. Uh, Australia. I don't. I think like everyone Australian is an old baller. Like I don't really. I, there are, I, I, don't I, I view Australia as a bunch of crocodile dundees, like rolling around like in like open air forerunners, like shooting game with their teeth or some shit. I don't know. But uh, for Brits, I feel like uh, the definition of an old baller. You know, there's another. There's another look to the other side of the pond. You know, yeah. like not as not as gruff, not as direct. Right. But um, there's 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 something there that says if you fuck with me, I will fucking destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Old chap. Oh yes. He's very polite in his ballerness. Kind of, I'm, I'm taking a peek here. You're looking at your DVDs. I'm looking at the DVDs. Old ballers, old ballers. You know what, fucking Jason Statham. I'm gonna say this: if he keeps that <laughs> shit up, if he keeps that shit up, I'm calling it. I know this is right. I know this, wow. this is outside of it. If he keeps that shit up for a while, a while he'll while. definitely be old baller. I mean, he'd be like Michael Caine with like a fucking bad attitude, dude. He's uh, out of control. Well, I mean, okay. So this is a show full of predictions now. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I, I think we. Harrison we, Ford, old baller? He's, he's old. He's he old. He's old. I don't know. But is he a baller though? Eh, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Eh. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna give it to him. No, no, no he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's not getting. He's not getting. You no, know, resubmit your application um, next year. Oh uh, God, who else? Hold on, I need one more quick look. Pierce Brosnan, no, no get out of here. On. Fucking um, De Niro in Ronin is an old baller, but only for that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's not. Uh. Uh, Let's move on. You got a lot of DVDs there. We're I, know, I know, I know. I'm kind of like going through the whole stack. All right, we're good. Let's move on. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question now. This is one of the <laughs> this is one of the things. Uh, it's a surprise segment of the show where I ask you a question. You don't know what I'm going to ask. Pulling up an article here now. Apparently, City of Los Angeles, which we both love, hold it near and dear to our hearts. That's right. Has a new tourism campaign. Okay. And uh, in two million dollar marketing campaign, and the slogan. Okay, no. First, I'll tell you who it's starring: Tom Hanks, uh, Kobe's in it, Lauren Conrad. Eh, not so good. Uh, some other familiar faces. Here's the slogan: That's so L.A. Ah! Oh, God damn it! Ah! Oh. So so bad. Oh my goodness. Now, would you say that this is uh, merely the first sign of the apocalypse? It means <laughs> that there, like everything that we're doing, everything that we're doing right now, this entire enterprise, mm-hmm. what we are endeavoring in right now, which is real talk. fucking real talk about Los Angeles, they have spent two million dollars undoing uh, with fucking reality television stars. That's so LA. That's so mm-hmm. Raven. Are we Raven? That's so. That's so LA. That's so bad. It's They're trying so to destroy bad. us. Here's the fo- so bad follow-up <sighs> question. Do you think that this is a direct response to Real Talk? <laughs> I mean, I fucking sure as hell hope not. I don't. Resp- I don't not in any way want to be responsible, even it's even if it's for raining some Real Talk on their heads for making them do something ridiculous. Here's the issue: I guarantee this commercial is full of exclusively white people. Okay, with fucking blonde hair. Well, all right, and, and uh, enough Kobe then. What's that? Not if Kobe's in. Okay, excluding Kobe and the other fucking like white people athletes. do love Kobe. They love him. They love him. He's he's, he's he's safe. God, I, I could I could go on. It's fucking Black History Month. Don't fuck with me. I could go off. I could go off. Real talk. Here's the deal. Fucking and there's like I guarantee there's no like there's like one Asian who's like fucking like the well mannered one. Like a couple Hispanic people like off in the distance, isolated from the rest of the whites, and like no blacks. And, you know, it's like they're, like, all running on beaches. It's a holding shot on Malibu, like, in just one big shot. Like, they're tea on the beach, fucking, like, shopping on the beach, like, fucking, like, surgery on the beach, like, everything on the beach. Fucking, like, fuck everything part of the city. Just beach, 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 beach. And it's gonna be like, that's so LA! With some fucking douchebag who, like, isn't even from here. And, like, that's gonna, and that's gonna be, like, the fucking thing. And that's gonna be it. And that's gonna be it. And all my friends are gonna home and be like, oh, Jeremy, I heard that city was, like, not an awful place. Then he saw this commercial. Fuck you. Like, you know, oh, my God. Son of a bitch. Yeah. This, like, this, Oliver, Oliver, honestly, you've ruined my past 10 minutes and my next 20 minutes. Ruined. Yeah. Well, that's why we have these surprise questions. Oh, that son question. of a bitch. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're actually doing commercials, by the way. I don't know if it's just like a. Two million dollars. And yeah, tell you what, they're not going to spit it in Los Angeles because we're here already. I that's mean, true. You're right. We're not been... even going to get to see the fruits no, of this later. No, we're going to have to look it up on the internet and just be shamed. All right, well, uh, non-Los Angeles Real Talk listeners, you know, if you see Call the Real uh, Talk Hotline... You know, please do, please do. Yeah, let us thing. know. Let us know. I mean, Keep, you've been, if you've been listening to Real Talk, you understand that our city's you know, it's a pretty decent place to fucking come and hang out. Uh, and uh, I want you to keep your eyes peeled for these fucking That's LA ads 
And if you fucking hear them, hit us up on that hotline or email us at thatrealtalk at gmail.com. And I fuck, I need to know because you know what? They're yeah. not going to be fucking showing them here yeah, in Silver Lake right. because you know, we're already here. We already fucking, you know, we're done. But for the for people who do not live in Los Angeles, like let let me know. Let us know here right. at Real Talk. Uh, yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I feel like you need to calm down a little bit. So I here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a special segment now. This is a, a new new to Real Talk. We have a special guest in the studio. Oh. I'd like to welcome our good friend Mark from Welcome to Reality, and he's gonna be debuting a new uh, a new piece for us called Tales from the Gutter. Tales from the Gutter. What's up, babies? It's AKA Ruby, number one slut. I've finally been given the leeway after many years of shit uh, to have my own segment on Real Talk. For my intro, I'm gonna give you a little story. It's called My Everyday Life. It's called The Trail of Tears, AKA I'm so fucking gutter. I have no place to live. I live out of a bag. You know, me alone at night in a corner, getting bit by fleas from the fucking dogs. The pack of dogs I sleep with. I look like a goddamn crack addict with like blisters on my lip from fucking little fleas. I carry around a mini ice cream tub with me just to eat when I get sad. And um, since I'm so gutter, um, I have no transport, which is great in Los Angeles. It really makes things really easy. I was riding my bike 30 miles a day to my fucking bullshit job in West L.A., or as I call it, Santa Monica, Jerry of me disagrees, uh, for eight fifty a motherfucking hour. Some good things did happen out of that job, a.k.a. some giggles and other kind of jaunts. And I would ride there in the morning, almost get killed, and that night almost get killed again. So this lasted for a few months, I would think, maybe two months. And um, then I got ran over by a car, and that ended. And I showed up to work with a fucked up bike, a concussion, you know, blood coming out of my arm, and I said, all right, let's make 850. So now every day I take a bus two hours a day to fucking Santa Monica, and it is on this bus, a.k.a. the Trail of Tears, that I look out the window like a goddamn Sofia Coppola shot, and I cry and contemplate my life. If you've ever ridden the bus, you know that seat placement and seat where you want to sit is key. If you sit in the back of the bus, that's mainly where a lot of the zombies go, you know, like get crunk, you know, pass out, maybe shoot up, you know, talk to themselves. Ah! This guy came in with this, at first I thought she was an SP, you know, some kind of, a little haggard, but I was like, mm, she looks kind of good, then I looked up at her and said, oh no, um, she was gutter, post-gutter, in the gutter, I guess you could call it, with about 10 bags as well, a blanket, like a sleeping bag or whatever, and this guy, I don't know what, but, um... He was like, yeah, baby, you're coming with me. I got a rabbit. Anyway, and basically this woman's crotch was in my face. Her blanket was in my fucking lap. It was soaked and pissed. And the reason I knew it was smoked and pissed, it, you know, it smelled terrible. But the guy was like, listen, I'm going to get you a new bag because this is soaked and pissed. Yeah, I got home and I cried. So this is Rube's 
Real Talk Wise. Oh, I love you all. And um, hopefully I'll be alive the next time I talk to you. Well, I mean, that's pretty gutter. <laughs> it is pretty gutter. I mean, you know what? I mean, uh, I feel like, you know, he should have like a Goo Goo Dolls soundtrack or Foo Fighters going underneath all his his horrible stories of like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's time to love again. Like just something awful with his. I picture him in the rain under like a cardboard box. Yeah, it's always raining in Mark's world. Like eating like a fucking like meatball with his nose or something. Like Lady in the Tramp. Like something really really bad. So if you'd like to follow along with Mark's you know gutter adventures, you can check him out online. Welcome to Reality Yeah, I believe it's his domain. And also, I mean, you know, this is going to be a serialized. Exactly, Enterprise, exactly. so you can find more tales from the gutter on, on future episodes of Real Talk. Exactly. If you haven't spoken to Mark in some time, <laughs> probably the best way to know of his whereabouts and what he's up to, for at least for the next few weeks, uh, while I have, I have a beat on him, is going to be uh, on this podcast. Yeah, you just check out that Real Talk. All right. Oof. All right, now it's time for a part of the show we call I Know It Was You. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. That's right. This is the part of the show where we call people out for some shit that they pulled. That's right. And this week, we're calling out, well, I'm going to read from uh, the LA Times blog, the LA Now blog right now. Headline, West Hollywood cracks down on rogue hot dog vendors. Now, the, you know, the short version of the story is that the powers that be in West Hollywood are cracking down on the purveyors of danger dogs. Danger dogs. Now, for those... Uninitiated with a danger dog, also known as the bacon-wrapped hot dog, also known as the Tijuana Special, it is a delicious hot dog that is wrapped in bacon and then grilled on a sheet pan, usually heated over like a can of Sterno, a little mobile cart. It's topped with grilled peppers and onions, um, mayo, mustard. Mayo, mustard, essential. I believe ketchup available. Also, you get the pepper in there. You get the jalapeno in there as well. Yes, right. Like a roasted or grilled jalapeno. I had ketchup on... No, I'm sorry. I had relish on one, on a danger dog once in downtown. That's right. Um, You know, these usually go for between 2 and $4, depending on how drunk you are, where you're in the city, whether or not you speak Spanish. And basically, so these these wonderful, God bless their hearts, little, um, usually Mexican, old Mexican ladies, post up, like, outside the shortstop, Little Joy, outside bars, 2 o'clock in the morning, they, you know, they sling these hot dogs. Oh, yeah, they make a killing. And, you know, technically, yeah, it's against, like, some health code violation because they're not boiled or whatever. And now WeHo is cracking down, following, I mean, you know, the L.A., you know, health department or yeah, whoever, they were doing whatever cops. They've done that, too, you know. A lot of the touristy spots are. They, they, they come and confiscate down. the carts. They take them away, oh, like, yeah. dismantle them, throw them in the trash. I don't know what the hell they do. And, now, and the people who aren't getting, like, harassed, like, harassed physically are getting harassed, like, move, move, move. It's a whole, t- you know, it's, it, they operate in our culture of fear. Yeah. And you know what? WeHo, you know, fucking health department, powers of be, city of Los Angeles, we know is you. We totally know it was you. Like, what the hell? Like, if you're hungry and it's late at night and you're drunk and you step out of a bar and you're like, oh, word, there's food right here. Let me, let me not, like, drive the fucking, you know, kingdom come to go get a bite. And you're going to put a stop to that. Here's the issue. I can't sue them if there's no address on the cart. You know, like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to track the person down? Like, no, get out of here. Like, there's no, they don't have a license. They don't have anything. So it's a lose lose. It's no fault state. It's, it's like, you know, like rear ending like a police car. It's like, a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. The only victims know? are when we don't get those danger dogs. That's true. Which we love. That is true. Uh, I will tell you this. I've never been any... I've never been sicker eating a danger dog than I have um, compared to just eating, like, a McDonald's or a Jack in the Box or, like, a whatever. Right, right. You know, like, it's... Yeah, it's, no, we've eaten plenty of danger dogs. Exactly, dogs. exactly. Like, it's, it's shitty food, but it's delicious. Right. It's delicious. Right up there with the taco truck tacos. 
It's definitely it's definitely out there. I mean, now the taco truck taco is obviously more of a refined uh, uh, food, and, and also not as prevalent. You know. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not right there. It's true. It's not right there. There is there. I mean, the the thing about when we say cart, we literally mean. Imagine a grocery chart, a grocery chart, a grocery cart for like a child. Like it's very small, yeah. um, or or up to the size of a full barbecue gas grill. Sure. But it's just, and then it's like I'll describe. You've got like a tank underneath, and maybe a place for like little cooler sodas, and they they just literally push it. Yeah, they just wheel it down the street. Wheel it down the street, set up shop. Oh, there's more people there. Wheel it over there. Wheel it over there. And you know, it's that it's them being able to respond to where I'm at when I need my gullet stuffed with riches. Right. Like that, but them being able to locate that and be there. That's what's important to me. That's, I mean, they're wonderful. It is wonderful. You know what? They did the same shit to the taco trucks. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, the LA Saver taco trucks, and now they're doing it to the, the, the Dodger dogs, and they're going to take a spin back of the trucks. Like, what, there, there is an attack on Los Angeles street food, um, and I feel like my gullet and my stomach know it was you. Yeah, that's right. Don't fuck with us. And don't fuck with our street food. Agreed. <laughs> All right, that's it. Is this it for Real Talk? We're out? That's it. We're done. Real Talk, we're done. That's Real Talk.